Hi, welcome to the Dr. Lam Show. Today, we're going to give you top nine tips to manage stress. I'm Dr. Carrie Lam, and I'm board certified in family medicine, functional and metabolic medicine. I'm Dr. Jeremy Lam, internal medicine doctor, who's also board certified in anti-aging and regenerative medicine. And today, we're going to be talking about some top tips to manage stress. And stress is inevitable in today's society. It pressures us to be successful in our standards. However, that doesn't mean that you need to give in to the stress or have it overwhelm your body. We'll talk about tips to really manage your stress effectively and easily. So Dr. Carey, tell us what your, the first tip is in managing stress. The number one thing is to exercise. Exercise is an important part of any optimal body function. But in general, if you have adrenal fatigue, you have to make sure you know what type of level of exercise to do for the right state you're in. Because we have a lot of different types of levels and restoration, depending on how sensitive your body is and in what stage of adrenal fatigue is. Whether it's yoga or circulation exercises or uh, stretches or aerobics, you have to go step by step based on the state of your uh, state of your body. And so, one of the things you will know is that if you exercise beyond what you can do, you can feel it. You feel tired after you do it and you can actually crash even worse. So don't just go exercise and do what the internet says. If it's good, you need to um, pace yourself and understand that in your recovery process, maybe no exercise is even actually better than exercising. So um, ask your healthcare practitioner, or if you don't know, gauge yourself. Let's say you go for a walk. If you feel tired after your walk, maybe even that walk was too much for you. Okay. But Hey, if you feel good with doing yoga and the breathing exercises, do that. And that's great to help you manage stress. So we've learned from so many of our patients that make mistakes of doing beyond what they can do. And it actually stresses them out even more. So short and sweet, good exercise. Um, depending on your body's state is very good for managing stress. So the second tip for managing stress is um, managing your time. As we are busy people, a lot of people with adrenal fatigue, we are type A, we are successful, we are always busy, it can be very hard to say no, right? So time management is very key to managing stress. And if you can't do it yourself, maybe find a accountability buddy to be able to help you manage that time. For me, it will be my husband as he tries to slow me down. Um, and because it, it's good for my health, I need to learn the ways of managing my time. And one tip that I like to do actually is tell people, oh, I actually have something in my calendar and it's the word something. So I'm not lying because I definitely always have something in my calendar. And so if you need to set that boundary to say, hey, I think this is going to be too stressful for me, set aside your time to say no. Okay. And so ultimately, you have to take that step back and limit the number of things, delegate, tell people ahead of time that this is your boundary. Maybe I can't do it during this time. So um, more communication will allow you to help you manage your stress too. 
Number three is to use checklists. And checklists are a highly efficient way to really get things done in a short period of time. I use all the time, especially if I have a lot of things on my plate, I want to make sure that I get them done because that's just the nature of my character. And so I don't want things to keep dragging on and on. And so the checklist makes sure that I will address each issue and not let them burden me unnecessarily. Your mind will also get a little dopamine rush whenever you check something off your checklist. It feels pretty good. And it's important on your checklist to actually put due dates because then you actually give yourself a boundary of when you need to complete it by and you can see which one is more a priority. Good. And number four is to become more involved. We're humans, we're social creatures, and becoming involved with other people can help manage your own stress. And now being involved means it's a two-edged sword. Many people that we take care of with adrenal fatigue who are weak, I actually tell them not to be too socially active because sometimes it can drain you. It takes energy to be socially involved. And so the question is really about communicating about letting people know, hey, you know, I can only be here for five to 10 minutes and then I have to go back to my room, take a break and then come back. And people understand these things. It's just really a matter of communication and making sure that everyone's on the same page. That's great. I am an extrovert, so I definitely can manage my stress when uh, I'm around other people. But you know, it can be stressful too for those who are introverted, but you have to have that balance, right? Number five on how to manage stress is to sleep adequately. Sleep is so important. It allows your body to rest from that day, but also process everything that you've gone through, okay, in your mind. So when we sleep earlier, let's say around nine or 10 o'clock, that cortisol, but physiologically, is actually much healthier than sleeping later. So if you, though, are a person that have a lifelong habit of sleeping late, for example, and you try to force yourself to sleep early, it can actually trigger more stress. So it definitely has to be um, gradual change if you do want to make that change. Everybody is different. So don't just follow this book and say, hey, I need to sleep earlier. If you're used to sleeping later, you have to do it very gradually or learn to listen to the whispers of your body about when the best time for your sleep is. So um, when people ask me, hey, what's the best type of sleep pattern? You know, you want to have a structure to, that allows the maximum amount of cortisol balance to overcome your own body's rhythm. So sleeping around seven to eight hours at night and having a regular circadian rhythm is very important for healing and managing stress. What's number six, Dr. Jeremy? Number six is learning to accept and to let it go. I have a hard time with this because the reality is a lot of us are driven and that's what has led us down this road and kind of our health journey in that case. And so a lot of us require excellence and that drive as well uh, requires us not to accept mediocrity. However, this is a personal challenge and, you know, I deal with it and we really have to learn to accept your, my own failures, learn from them and ultimately move on and not dwell on the past. And that's really, really the key is to just accept your reality and let go and trust. 
a lot of the people that we deal with, they're used to being able to go run marathons and being able to uh, be on call 24-7. And ultimately, when they let go, they learn to trust us. They learn to listen to their body. Then that's the first step in their recovery process. And they start finding that everything else starts to get better at that point. And this can be very difficult. Um, One of the most difficult things for people on their journey because they just want to go to Dr. Google. They want to diagnose themselves and they want to uh, find out what is wrong and do whatever they can before they come and seek help. But sometimes doing that to yourself can be worsening. Uh, It can actually cause a downward spiral um, because you can do things wrong on yourself. Took, um, it, it can take us a long time to understand what the medical system and healthcare is all about. If we don't know, that can be an admission of failure, which can be very challenging. But just letting go and being able to trust in somebody who can answer all your questions about anything that you're going through would be so beneficial. You know, whether it's a doctor, whether it's a healthcare provider, whether it's a therapist, anyone to be able to listen and guide you uh, along your path, journey of path, your health journey is very important to helping you look outside the box. It's very simple. So seek help if you don't know, if you're stuck, or even if you are in the beginning stages, it's always good to find that extra um, ear for someone to listen to what you're going through. So that's tip number seven to manage stress. And number eight is to use complementary aids and nutrition is very important. In an adrenal fatigue environment, because the pathology is absent, the best way to allow the body to regain its vitality is to give the body the nutrients and the tools that it needs to heal itself. And there's no better way to do it than to use proper nutrient. And the key word is proper. It's just not any nutrition because you can eat fried food, fast food, and get the nutrition that you need, but it's not what your body needs. And so I think that's really, really important is to really get down to the proper nutrients that your body needs to be able to self-correct itself. And lastly, number nine is don't self-medicate. Like Dr. Carey, I mentioned before, we all love to go to Dr. Google and see what's wrong with us. But learning to seek help from healthcare professionals and knowing that that's what's finding the best person to help yourself uh, who will understand your body is the best case. We live in a world where there's uh, over data. And so it's almost impossible not to find something wrong with you if you look far and deep enough. But the key is how to navigate through that and not mislead yourself and actually make you just more stressed uh, instead of helping your body recover. And so especially with people with adrenal fatigue, because it gets so convoluted and um, the symptoms can uh, actually confuse a lot of people, it makes sure that you're not sidetracked or navigate uh, by yourself. You have to really be careful with what you're going to address first. And that's the number one mistake when we see people come to us is that they try, they try, and they fail. And so when you fail, you actually end up making things even worse to start to help your body recover. So really learning not to self-medicate, that's number nine. Well, we hope this helps you understand the top nine tips to manage stress. 
Uh, stress can be ignored, but we never ignore stress because we've seen how it affects the body. So just remember, it's your body. You know what's going on. We hope that you can learn to manage your stress and don't stop searching until you get the help and guidance you need. Thank you for being here with us today on the Dr. Lamb Show. We hope you find this so helpful. So please subscribe, like, share with anyone who needs it. So we're here to empower you to take control of your health. This podcast has been produced and broadcast solely for informational and educational purposes by Lamb Clinic. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The products and supplements discussed in this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you believe you may have a medical condition, please consult your own doctor. Opinions of guests are their own, and Lamb Clinic does not endorse or accept responsibility for any of the statements and views made by guests. The views and opinions of guests in the podcast are their own and do not reflect those of Lamb Clinic. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. In some cases, individuals on the podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in the products or services referred to herein. Podcast listeners should always seek the advice of their physicians or other qualified health providers with any questions they may have regarding their own medical conditions. Podcast listeners must always continue to follow the advice of their personal physicians for all of their medical needs.